Welcome to the Rookie Investor Podcast. This week, we are talking about penny stocks, the fabulous world of penny stocks and making rapid money in rapid time. That's a dream, isn't it, Gareth? Uh, it's a dream of mine. It's a dream of yours, Phil. Penny stocks, uh, ironically, uh, they're called penny stocks, but they're actually stocks that are valued at less than $5 as defined by the... Uh, American uh, Securities Commission. Which is crazy because it used to be stocks under a dollar. Under a dollar. And then yeah. they updated it. And uh, I think that just shows you where stocks are going now. They're the gone of the days where you can get stocks for less than a dollar. Or can you? I don't know. Maybe we should have a chat about that at some other podcast. You definitely can. But I think my, my thing around the penny stocks, uh, and we dove straight into this, but mm. I think it, it's that market capitalization that's important because stocks under $5... Medibank in Australia is trading at three dollars something. That's oh. that's not a penny stock. That is a big no, ass company. Yeah, that's interesting. There's another company called South. Oh, AMP. They're at two dollars a share. There's no way AM, that's a penny AMP stock. are at two dollars a share. Yeah, they got him and after the Royal Commission. Wow, I know they were the lead. Yeah, right. Well, there's an investment opportunity Good. potentially. But anyway, yeah. Which is what I've never understood putting that dollar amount per share on there, um, because. Yeah, it it doesn't make sense. I think it's more no, about the market capitalization. Yes, absolutely. I I think that's right. There's a couple of things that make a penny stock in the traditional sense of what we'd call a penny stock. So it is about market capitalization. It's companies that don't have um, a massive market cap. Uh, they don't have a huge amount of liquidity. So generally smaller companies that are starting out. And I'll actually just touch on that, the mm. market cap. So the market cap is, um, if you're not familiar... It's the it's what the market value the company at. So it's not the actual value when I'm looking at assets or discounted cash flow or anything. It's just the number of shares outstanding multiplied by the current share price. And to give you an idea, um, you know anything valued companies valued between two to um, under two billion dollars is small cap. So I'm sure we've all heard of the term small cap stocks before. They they have a market cap under two bill. Anything from two to ten bill is mid. And $10 billion upwards is, is your large cap sort of going into your blue chips. So I think for me, I think penny stocks would probably be under a billion. If you've got a company worth $800 million, I think that's when it's really, that's pretty small in the scheme of things. It's interesting. Um, I never thought of it like that. It is a, it's all relative uh, with the stock market being so valuable. And when we talk about the stock market, as I'm referring to the US mainly, but obviously... Yeah. The Australian market, the yeah. you know, European markets are the same. Um, it is all relative, and you know even the definition of what is a penny stock is is a strange one. I agree. Because you're hundred percent right. The SEC in America define it as a stock under five dollars. Yeah, that's the real only rule around it. So. Which is which is interesting, and <laughs> maybe they don't want to try and define it as anything else. Um, but certainly, I suppose what what I would see the penny stocks as as being are those. Um, more volatile, you know, potentially higher risk, but potentially higher return companies, smaller companies that are starting out that are um, looking at investing, uh, sorry, looking at um, uh, getting capital to, to grow and develop. So from that, I assume, Phil, a lot of the tech stocks would have gone through that stage of being, or, or, or do they just jump that now? Are they, well, they kind of jump that now. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're all worth be. 7 billion before they've yeah. launched a product. Yeah, used, yeah. Well, particularly with... Um, yeah, what was Facebook's valuation before it went live? It was in the billions. It was billions. It was billions. It was, it was billions, which is unheard of. You go back to the 80s and this random tech company enlist for three cents a share, and then you find out that they, you know, built this... They were the only ones that built this component into every single computer that was being made. 
and you know they, they were successful. So those days are kind of gone where you build no, up. It's, now they're just listing massively. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, that that I can't get my head around because it's such a uh, there's so much risk involved. It's very much, and we've spoken on other shows about this. There's this turn in investing now where a lot of it seems to be driven by uh, what's popular or driven by um, people's sort of desire to get the next best thing. It's this FOMO. It's the FOMO, the FOMO effect, huge, which yeah. seems to be really, yeah, really impacting on all stocks. And, um, you know, you, you, the traditional penny stocks, which is what they were, yeah, that whole model has probably changed now. So there's probably more opportunity potentially because of FOMO, because people want to jump onto the next best thing or the next big thing. So a small company that maybe hasn't been identified as a unicorn business or hasn't, you know, isn't, isn't sort of, isn't, isn't valued as a unicorn business, uh, you know, a tech business, there's lots of them out there. You may well find a couple of those um, which are, you know, running running below the radar, but as soon as investors get interested, they, they jump on it. So there is potential um, potential opportunity, I suppose, with, with penny stocks. Um, one of the questions that I have is, so we're talking about different companies that are there, and we're talking about penny stocks. Where do you actually find these companies? Where, where are they located? Yeah, well, so going off that definition, I mean, like under a bill, there's, there's plenty on your main markets, the NASDAQ, um, the New York Stock Exchange, the ASX, uh, but there's also ones that aren't listed on mainstream markets. They're called um, over-the-counter over the OTC, mm. and that's kind of the specialist broker that deals with that because, um, you know, they're, they're so risky and, and almost an asset in themselves, and I believe... Um, if you go down that path, you have to go through a more rigorous process where you um, have to agree that, you know, this is a riskier stock, this is a riskier investment, do you know what you're getting yourself yeah, into? Yeah, okay. Uh, but I, I, I haven't ever um, dabbled in that sort of space before. Most of mine are on the major stock markets yeah. and under that, um, yeah, that market cap. Well, like you said, if the likes of A&P in Australia are on there... Um, you wouldn't ever say that AMP is it's risky. Walking. They've survived quite a quite a few recessions and quite a few issues. They've seemed to have survived the Royal Commission, as far as we can tell. So, Barely. Uh, well, yeah, true. <laughs> They've lost a couple of a couple of key staff members, but um, probably not a bad thing actually. But um, yeah. So uh, certainly, you don't have to be looking at the over the counter stuff. Yeah, if you just start to look at the normal stock exchange, I suppose by the sounds of it, there's opportunities out there. Um, what's the benefits of Penny stocks. What what are we looking at? You know, is it it's higher risk, but it's it's higher return. Yeah, I mean the, the penny stocks are. Um, what's one of the all time great examples was realestate.com.au, um, and I might actually just bring up a share price as we're talking. But that listed, I believe, in early two thousands, wasn't too far off the dot com, um, you know, dot com bubble. Yeah, right. And it listed on the stock market, and it, it wasn't. Greatly successful to start with. Um, I think at one point it went down to five cents a share. Um, they had some management issues. Wow. They had some um, stiff kind of competition. You Hold know. on, is this before Arnold Schwarzenegger started advertising for them? It oh. has to be. The, <laughs> well the Arnie before. factor the Arnie would factor. have launched them into triple figure stock stock prices. I suspect that's Arnie. <laughs> He's special. That's um. <laughs> Such a random ad. Have you seen the ads he did? Yeah, it's clearly like, what are you now. doing here? You sh you don't actually need to be in this ad. Hey, he's just getting revenue streams, man. Are you no good. Oh, oh no, invested in penny stocks. I've, I've read Total Recall, and and as a complete aside, if anyone's looking for any inspiration about success in life or business, 
just read his autobiography. It's brilliant. It actually, I learned a lot about him. I have so much more respect for him after reading that autobiography. I mean, he was a property developer at 21 while he was training was in the really? gym. Yeah. I read the first chapter of that book, loved it, and I haven't touched it since. It's so, so good. It's really good. I mean, he was at one point, he was studying acting lessons. He was running the business. He was um, doing his training, and he was in college. He's just one of these people. He just has a lust for life. Well worth reading. Anyway. Total recall. Yeah, total recall. Anyway, we're not plugging it. We don't have any <laughs> links to it or anything, but just check it out if you can. Uh, yes, real estate.com.au. So, it was taking market share off, um, you know, the newspapers because that's where all the real estate was yep. listed before. Went down to five cents a share. Uh, as of today, recording this, twenty um, fifth of June, it is trading for ninety five dollars and seventy five wow. cents a share. Jeez. So that is some sixteen years from five cents a share. Yeah. To ninety five dollars a share. So that's what can happen <clears throat> in penny stocks. So that's an example of it. If you yeah. have the balls to not sell it off <laughs> earlier. What? 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 Well. <laughs> And that's right. So that at that point of five cents, there's been a lot of ups and downs in between. And I oh, suppose, sure. you know, in a very simple term, a very simple way, the the stock the stock uh, price of a company is based on what investors perceive the value of that company to be at the time. Yeah. Um, but that does that make sense? Yeah. So when you look at something like that, a lot of people would have gotten out because they would have said clearly the market doesn't value whatever this the product or the service that this business is providing so we're we're going to dump our stocks we're going to get out yeah. um it takes someone with motsy to be able to stick in oh, yeah. to, and to be able also to be able to see that growth potential because back in 2000 we still didn't really know how the tech stuff i mean it's not like it is now where you, where you know then, it was dialogue for a problem yeah. Oh, imagine the photos? fifteen years logging the photos. Oh, there must yeah. have been one photo on each on each thing, or probably just text. But if you think about it, you know, it's companies like that that um, at the time who who knew what would have happened. So uh, when we're looking at penny stocks, I'd say you know there is risk, but that's the kind of return you can get. And also, I suppose from my perspective, uh, as someone that's investing smaller amounts of money, uh, to me, penny stocks are uh, exciting because I can actually buy a sufficient enough uh, number of stocks in a company yep. that I can get some return if if the company begins to launch or if the stock price begins to go up. Yep. So in that way, for me, I look at it and purely in a numbers term, instead of looking at Amazon, which is now, what, a couple of thousand or is it? Is it uh, yeah, you have to be close. To yeah. Thousand. So, you know, I can barely, I can buy half a stock if that's mm. possible yep. um, or a percentage thereof. With penny stocks, I can actually invest and get a significant, a significant enough number <laughs> three million stocks. that three million stocks <laughs> that could, you know, that could, if they go up, I, I'll have more power and more ability to create more uh, growth and more, more, more wealth from that. So that for me is a really big bonus. Is purely about the uh, people who are going in at that early stage, rookie investors like me, um, who haven't really, uh, you know, haven't really got stuck into the market yet, don't have huge amounts of liquidity <laughs> to play with, low huge amounts of money. Go right. I actually Rookies want to own love penny stocks. Oh, the amount of I the, think the yeah. The two best examples I get are mining companies and pharmaceutical companies. Oh yeah. Because it's like oh, this mining company's just started out in rural New South Wales. They're listed for three cents a share. You know, Rio Tino is currently trading at one hundred and two. Imagine if they there is that successful. All they need to do is find that one thing. And this is, <laughs> do you know what? There's a friend of mine um, who I won't mention his name. He he works in that sector. And he's forever talking about mining stocks. Oh, it's lithium. It's graphene. It's it's whatever the latest thing is. And each time I'm like, 
really? Do you know enough about the company? No, no, there's this company in Canada and they're literally going to find this well. And I'm thinking, oh, okay. no, I don't think yeah. it's that simple. Um, that's, an, that's a great example. Pharmacy actually. Yeah. The, the other one. Yeah, the next uh, big thing. And look, it can happen. I mean, you know, before Pfizer. Well, it's, um, it's good because my wife's a pharmacist, so she's got a bit of that inside information. Oh, yeah. So she gives me a tip off like, invest in this Scam. because it's just about to be approved and does X, Y, Z. Um, but yeah, that's... By the way, um, just to confirm, Phil isn't saying that he does any insider trading. He's just saying he listens to the knowledge that's around him. <laughs> now I'm gonna get yeah, if uh, everyone goes into ask their pharmacist tomorrow what stocks <laughs> they should buy in the pharmaceutical company, uh, I'm sure you'll be stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they're actually great areas where that can happen. I mean, the one, of course, is tech as well, where uh, you know you just need that company that has that yeah. idea or that product or service. Um, but uh, that, that's what's in interesting to me, actually, um, to sort of flip on that slightly, is a lot of the tech stocks, they're not. A lot of the, the big ones that really have gone on to go very successfully, the likes of Uber this year, you know, you're talking about Facebook, Pinterest again this year. Um, a lot of those actually were valued. Uh, huge. I had sorry, had huge valuations put on them, had huge market caps put yeah. on them, to the point of where they're clearly well beyond that penny stock sort of area. But well, truly, there's yeah. a whole raft of businesses and companies underneath that. And there's plenty. And the way the way you get into it, the first thing you got to remember is that penny stocks. It's more of a game. The best way I can sum it up is it's a bit of a game. It's not really investing. It's not even really trading. It's just a, a game with a certain set of rules that you've got to play. And if you do it the quickest, you win. That's what it, yeah. <laughs> that's what it kind of comes yeah, down no, to. Yeah, no, okay. I'm, I'm um, getting you. Yep, yeah. I'm getting you. Yep. So it, is it then a different type of investing? It is a different type of investing, but is it a different mindset? Is it something that people only do? I'm thinking of T Tim, Tim Sykes um, is a is an mm -hmm. example of somebody that's made a career out of uh, penny investing or teaching people how to invest in penny yeah. stocks. Is it something that you have to dedicate your time to? Is it is it such a difficult thing to master uh, that it, it really requires a lot of work? Or is it something that you take a punt? Is it like taking a bet on the 99 to 1 chance in, you know, in the whatever, the um, in the Melbourne Cup or whatever it is? Yeah, you know? it, it's, it's all about, like, you don't have to know what the company does. Um, you do need to know some indicators on, on chart and technical analysis. It comes down to accessing the news first. Because okay. news is so vital with penny stocks that that's what drives the price up. Okay. So it's getting that press release before anyone else that, you know, this drug's now been approved and, and can be distributed worldwide because yep. it cures some, some disease. It's about getting that information quickly, executing your trade, and then getting out as the rest of the people are getting on and, and accessing that. Yeah. And the best example is I just used that strategy when I was um, trading cryptocurrencies. So there was um, McAfee, uh, the guy that had the IT security business, John John McAfee. I think yeah, yeah, that's yep. his name. Anyway, he came out and crazy back, character, but yeah, yeah, crazy lifestyle. He came out and um, you know he'd always back these uh, cryptocurrencies, and I think later it was revealed he's getting paid to tweet about them, oh. knowing that the price would go up, but. I'd watch those really closely, and whenever he suggested a cryptocurrency, I'd jump on as soon as I can, and then I'd get out after about a 30% increase. Right, and 30% okay. was my limit. Sometimes these would go up by more, yep. but I just wanted to get out before it kind of turned around and crashed again. Yeah, okay. But that's exactly what you do with penny stocks. It's about finding that bit of news information. Um, sometimes it's not so much speed, it's just finding it. Like a company might release, do a press release, 
Um, and if you can pick it up before sort of mainstream media cover mm. it and, and get in before it makes big news, that's where the real sort of upside is. Okay. And that's how you make sort of quick money doing trading. And it is stocks. quick money with penny stocks. That's the yeah, idea. Yeah, you want to get in there. Yeah, you're you not going to... I mean, so quick. I mean, the, the example of um, real estate, I suppose, is one that slightly books the trend, but within that five five cents to ninety five dollars odd there was a lot of ups and downs you know it's oh, yeah. it's, it's not a it's not a, a, to, a an increasing curve there's a you know and to have the yeah the audacity to do that like i one of my successful ones was getting on at billabong um so the surfware company they they got hammered um they were getting just pumped had a lot of debt um i got in at 14 cents a share now, when it was about 30 cents, um, management come in and said that they were buying their own stocks. So they weren't being issued. They were putting their own money on the line, mm. which is usually a good indication for, for companies that they're going to do well because now, you know, all of a sudden their own personal wealth's on the line, so they've got to make shit happen. Yep. But there's always a lag between when management invests and the company turning around. So that's why I left it and got in at 14. Uh, it dropped down at 10, 10 cents a share. And then um, I got out at 64 cents a share. Um, so you know, over quadruple the money. And a year later, I had a look at it. It was trading like $1.70 a share. Mm. So having, you know, doing a four times return on your money in a short period of time, um, you know, you're not going to get sacked by making that kind of profit. Oh, no. But being crazy enough to hold that to go all the way up to $1.70 or whatever it is, yeah. now $2, that's, that's a whole other story. And that's where the longer you're leaving it, the longer the risk increases. So the people that stayed in, sure, they can get the $1.70, but equally it could have got up to 60 or 70 or even $0.80 cents and then drop back down again. Yeah. And just a point you picked up on, um, which is interesting to me, you talked about penny stocks are about the ability to get information quickly and make decisions quickly and make trades quickly. Is, is penny stocks something that's suitable to the online – or sorry, the um, – like SAAS or, you know, sort of uh, apps or platform uh, trading systems that basically do a lot of the work for you? Um, or is it actually more just about you being able to understand and be able to pick up on news quickly? Yeah, so you've got to pick up, you've got to get different news sources. Like one of the basic ones is setting a Google alert about a company. So Google will send you notifications about news stories for that company and kind of digging deeper through, um, you know, through some of the stuff. The trading platform is only really used for execution. So you can buy and sell that stock um, pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, in terms of the news, you want to just be subscribing where you can to all these different finance websites, um, you know, put them in sort of your watch list so you get all these yep. different notifications about, um, you know, various companies that you're, you're watching. And I'll just add the other thing with penny stocks, a big part of it is short selling as well. So short selling is pretty much the opposite to um, what's called long selling or buying a stock. It's buying a stock, um, you know, with the anticipation that it's going to go down and the way you do it it's simple but it's sort of complex you kind of borrow shares from someone else you sell them buy the shares back and then return that money uh, we might do a whole other episode I think we'll, yeah definitely because it's a pretty but the way you do that is if you pick up bad news uh, about a company you know something didn't get approved that they thought they were and this drug's now illegal and you short sold something and you make money that way so that's a really important part um, for investing in penny stocks as well yeah right okay now that's that's all that's all very interesting one thing that i quite you know might quite enjoy my movie references um <laughs> anyone that's seen the boiler room um or uh the wolf of wall street i think wall both street. of them operated a sort of a pump and dump system so 
with penny stocks, there there is a risk, and the risk um, is sort of is heightened. I suppose there is a risk across other areas that this can happen, but because penny stocks can sometimes exist, not so much the sort of stocks we we're talking about, but if you're taking riskier stocks, they exist in a slightly less regulated part of the stock market. And um, there is things that people do, which is where they they do it's called pump and dump, uh, which Phil probably better you explain before I mangle it. So we're going to that. Do you know Boiler Room and Wolf of Wall Street? That was a similar kind of movie. It was based on yep. Jordan Belfort. It was just that it was going through the courts at the time, so they couldn't do a full-blown movie on Boiler Room. Oh. So they done like a an abridged kind of version that alluded to it. Because it's not yeah, actually right. about Jordan Belfort in that film. It's alluded no. to what happened. It's this other guy, yeah, um, Giovanni Ribisi, who's yeah. awesome in it. He's like the sort of kid he growing is. up. Yeah, he's, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I didn't know. Yeah, which I thought was um, fascinating. Because that's one of my favourite movies, aren't Boy? It, oh, it's, oh, it's so good. That, um, yeah. that sales speech by Ben Affleck. Oh, amazing. Fuck that's yeah, that's one of the classics. Absolutely one of the classics, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, pump, pump, and pump and dump. So pump and dump is pumping up a stock price until um, its peak and then dumping it when it hits out and taking the profits. Uh, so the reason it, it's relevant for penny stocks is because there's uh, sort of low volatility and big amounts of money can move it. So you think if you're trying to move um, Apple stock or something, a company that's worth a trillion dollars, you're going to need a lot of money to make that company shift. But if you've got a company only worth $200 million um, and you come in with um, you know, $20,000, $50,000 play, you can make that stock move um, upwards um, more so than you know, trying to do that with the bigger companies. So what you do is you create this artificial um, demand or this artificial um, increase in the stock price, uh, and it looks like that it's taken off. So you buy twenty thousand dollars worth of stock. People are like shit. Um, they're starting to sell it as it goes up as they fill the orders. Um, the company goes up thirty percent in a day, and that's when all the other punters start coming on because it comes up on their notifications as the biggest gainer for the day, um, and they're starting to jump on. But as that second lot of jumping on, they're selling their shares because they've already made the game. So they kind of create a market, they manufacture a market. Um, and, and the people that do this, I mean, plenty of big banks are being accused and, and fined for doing it. And it, the reason they can do it is, um, you know, they can buy stocks and then they can up their um, ratings. They can provide, an analyst can do coverage on that stock. Yep. Um, it goes out, then investors, you know, they throw even a lazy $5,000 on it. And if they've got 100,000 investors doing that, um, they take advantage of that money and then they do the dump. Yep. They offload theirs and, yeah. Absolutely. So it. it is something, and I think it comes back to finding out what's happening with the company. So don't rely on the graphs or the figures that are coming up because they can be manipulated. And it could be that you're one of those people that gets in uh, as the stock price is going up, but you don't get out quickly enough and the the, the price free falls. So it is to sort of, that the point of the pump and dump to me is just to reiterate the point that you actually need to understand what's happening with the company a bit more and actually see what's happening in the news, what's what's really happening as opposed to what the graph is showing, which may well be fake. And yeah, obviously banks banks uh, are, are complicit in this and they you know do it in a way that it can appear to be legal but isn't morally right, but that's what they do. <laughs> so that's probably, um, yeah, that's, that's an important sort of point to take on board. So um, petty stocks, are they worth it? Um, they can be. I, I'd um, you'd kind of do it with a, a small amount of money. It's obviously, like I said, it's not a game. It's not your investment portfolio. Um, can be a bit of fun if you can pick up the news before sort of anyone else. 
Uh, I remember first finding out about them actually was uh, when I was at uni and I was had a tutor for finance there. And he's like, oh, uni's just my spare money. I day trade penny stocks during the day. He's like, I just sit there and watch them go from two cents to four cents and double my money in a day. Like, oh, you crazy, crazy man. <laughs> and that was, you were like, right, I want to get in on this action. Yeah, like, I've got to learn more about these stocks. Um, I knew about stocks then, but I didn't. I'm like, that sounds really risky, particularly if it goes the other way. Yeah. And that's the other thing to note. Is they can half just as quickly as they Correct. can double. What goes up must come down. Yeah, it, it's very, yeah, it's very, um, very risky. But I mean, um, you know, I'm, I'm not one of the experts that say don't do this because I know people want to go and do it. Yep. So you know, allocate 500 bucks to it. That goes a long way when stocks are selling for three cents a share. Absolutely. Yep. Um, and just yeah, the key is finding news or finding bits of information before anyone else. And cut your losses. You know, you'll you'll never get sacked for taking, um, not cutting your losses. I mean, cut your, almost cut your wins, because uh, you won't get sacked for taking a profit. And and that's what happens. It happens so rapidly with penny stocks because people see the gains and then they sell. Then all of a sudden your gains are gone. They're, they're vanished in a quick period. Yeah, right. So just set yourself a goal. You say I want to invest in this. If it doubles my money, that's great. I'm out. I don't care if it goes up by 10x after that. Um, just setting yourself goals and, and removing that emotion. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you for that, Phil. So penny stocks, definitely worth looking at. Uh, not worth putting all of your uh, eggs into that basket, but um, certainly a very valid um, and uh, opportunistic way to, to make some money. Um, thank you, Phil. Uh, so thank you all for listening. So don't forget to check us out on cheekyinvestor.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, and there's a link to sign up to our newsletter, Renegade Wealth newsletter it's a weekly newsletter it's got lots of really good information a bit of what we're talking about here a bit of other things a bit of news tips articles so make sure to sign up uh, and it's only once a week we don't we're not going to sort of hammer you or spam you with any information uh, and finally thank you all for listening and um, just to say massive thanks actually our ratings are very high we got up to number six in the itunes chart for business podcast which is absolutely awesome and that's hugely thanks to everyone that's been listening so please keep on listening and provide any uh, feedback and um, any nice reviews any any reviews um, <laughs> and yeah um, definitely get in get in contact with us if you think we should be covering anything or if you think we should be doing anything different so thanks for listening